and welcome to Alien Minute, the daily podcast where we are analyzing aliens in short, controlled bursts. I'm John Engel. And I am Crystal Beth, and today we are talking about Minute 77. And Minute 77 begins with Bishop saying he's going to continue his analysis and ends with Ripley saying that should seal that should seal off the me- Yep. But- <laughs> <laughs> I that believe should- what's... <laughs> That should seal off MedLab. MedLab. Yerp. <laughs> that should seal off MedLab. Yeah, that's, I think that's what she says, right? I'm not I wrong. I think you're exactly right. I just, my brain was like, that is the funnest sound I'm ever going to say. Yerp. She's right here. <laughs> well, on that note, we'll just start into the episode. Crystal Beth, back again. Thanks for coming back for Minute 77. Oh, I'm so happy to be here and read some words. Cool. And is John still around, or did he... Uh... Yep, I'm right here. I just got oh. back in my mud bath for a little bit, but then came right back out to record this minute yeah. episode. Are you just mud bathing all day long? Or <laughs> did you did you finish up? He's got another two, uh, two soaks left. Yeah, I've got a... No, oh, wait, there. I forgot... <laughs> I forgot it's tomorrow. Yeah. I forgot it's Tuesday. You mud bath every day. Yeah. I get it. Mud bath every day is the saying. Yes. Every day be erp. (laughs) 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 Got to take the mud bath to seal the med lab erp. (laughs) Well, speaking of med lab, we know from minute 76 that Bishop is on his way to med lab to finish his analysis and to check on Gorman. And Ripley's like, yeah, you do that. <laughs> right? So she is, Wow. She's still not having Bishop. She's like, no. Yeah, uh, you just go on to your little med lab and stay out of this because I, I'm not trusting synthetics yet. So little racist. Just a little, little bit. bit. She's a little bit specist or racist. How do you, how would you put I it? Uh, speci- no. Uh, machinist. Machinist. She's, sure. Sure, why not? We'll just go. She's a machine. Well, she is a machinist. I'm sure she did some of that on the Nostromo. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, with Parker and Brett. But yeah, so we're, we get another beat. We're getting these continued beats of um, Ripley distrusting Bishop and then uh, that have been fed, fed a little bit by the editing and, and showing Bishop as being possibly kind of creepy. You know, we had a, yes. a med lab scene earlier, right? Where he's extremely creepy for some reason, uh, maybe a little bit too much, yeah. uh, but, but still it's, it's good. It works. They want the, they want the viewer to think that he's definitely going to do the same thing as Ash did on the Nostromo. Yeah. That's exactly what they want. And, and they're not being succeeded. Yeah. And Ripley definitely thinks it. Yeah, I don't, why shouldn't she? Of course. Anyway, everything that is happening so far, everything that Bishop has has been doing, is so similar to what Ash was doing as far as oh yeah, uh, yeah. The, the business science officer business he was he's going about. Every time it's got a reminder, you know, like God, he, he's really obsessed with checking out those face huggers. That's what Ash was really into. Yeah. Look how that turned out. So it's, it's so interesting because they're synthetic beings and. The xenomorphs are the, I guess, perfect life form right now where they're really hard to kill, really smart, really great at adapting, which I guess is smart, but on a more natural level. And I feel like a synthetic that's not real would really be intrigued by something that's so perfect at being alive. So it makes sense that they would be so obsessed with it. And I know Ashes was for a 
uh, more malicious way. He was, uh, what word am I looking for? He was, uh, what word am I looking for? Help me. He had malicious intent? No, I said malicious and that wasn't the right word. Duplicitous? Yeah. Um. Where he was, he was a bad guy because people were telling him to be a bad guy as opposed to Bishop. Genuine curiosity. is really just curious by this crazy awesome life form. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could go to the line where Bishop, uh, where they're where they're trying to figure out where the eggs came from. I guess that's later, but still, um, where Bishop says, you know, where Ripley says, "Well, who's laying the eggs? What's going on with the, where are these eggs coming from?" And Bishop says, uh, "It must be something we've never seen before." And I think this concept of something I've never seen before would be very intriguing to a computer. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, he's full of data, right? He, uh, no pun intended. No Star Trek pun intended. <laughs> but um, he's full of data. He's got all this, all these files on so many different light forms, you know, presumably. He's going to want to have a new file, right? So I guess if there's anything that a computer, like Android life form, might be yearning for, it's more files. Like, I want more knowledge. I want more understanding. And so this new thing comes along that he may or may not have some limited knowledge of, but he's able to observe it firsthand for the first time. Yeah, he's going to be into that. Oh, yeah. yeah it's- All computers are thirsty for data. <laughs> I think that's. I think that goes without saying. Yeah, I think that that's right. Um, so we get the cut. So I don't know. Did you guys have anything else to say about the Ripley-Bishop relationship? Nope. No. I, I think it's a good one. The end. So we cut to the schematic on the wall, right? And well, I think a, this there's, is there's a quick shot of the model of the outside where they're. Oh, good point. Yeah, it's a and very, it's beautiful. It's, a it's an awesome miniature being sandblasted by this storm that that's the whole uh, facility is enduring. Yeah, and I think if I'm remembering it. I think there's like a, I don't know, Eric Moore, our great technical advisor on our Facebook page, will probably have all the information on this. So I'm calling out to Eric. Uh, please let us know. But so this is a miniature and it's on a, you know, a miniature set. But I think there's a bit, there's like a little bit of a composite going on because isn't there a little doorway down at the bottom or an opening down at yes. the bottom with light yes. in it? And I can't tell. It almost looks like it's not quite like part of the miniature. I'm probably wrong about that. It probably is and just looks super cool. But to me, it almost looks like a projection of a larger thing that they then composited into the shot. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm kind of torn. It could be both. I think it's a real full scale model and they're actually on the planet. Okay. It's actually, they actually went to LV 426. Yeah. And shot it there. That's man. The budget must've skyrocketed for that. Um, James Cameron, he does all that space uh, stuff. He invented a machine that brings him to space. I think they're called spaceships. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're there. It's fine. It, you know, I think it. I don't think it is a composite. I think it actually is part of the miniature because if you pause it right on that that frame, you can see there's like some de- rubble or some cargo boxes or debris or something in front of the door, and it continues on into the door. And there's I can't see a seam or anything where they would have put yeah. that in. So I think it's actually part of the model. It's just a really, really really uh, cleverly crafted miniature. Yeah, it is. It's like I said, I, I'm putting this movie, I'm sorry, as a, as a, I study these, like look at these miniatures closer and closer as the movie goes on. I'm putting this, this movie just under Blade Runner as far as miniature work. I, I, 
in how it's shot. I just think that these structures on this planet are so beautiful. And they, they just remind me of, you know, Los Angeles uh, circa Blade Runner era. And it's, yeah. which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's just my favorite shit. As far as miniature work goes, Blade Runner just tops everything. But um, yeah, it's a beautiful shot. And, you know, it just does so much to establish everything that's happening inside. As far as the seamless uh, entry into each scene, you know, that we get these establishing shots and we're given the kind of fantastical setting of this planet. And then we drop into these uh, dramatic scenes that could be, I don't know, a lot of this stuff might not work very well if the if the effects, the miniature work, the set design, everything were, were B-movie corny. You know, yeah. I think that these scenes would be like, ugh. I don't know. <laughs> They'd be a little bit of a drag if we didn't have this nice lead in with the good miniature effects. Agreed. But Agreed. there is the. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, was that the Android version? It sounded a little robotic. Though. Yeah, anyway. it's synthetic. <laughs> no, oh no, get out of there. No, I am just genuinely curious. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Gotcha. So much. Oh, I feel better now. He's just genuinely curious. So we get the shot to this, uh, you know, close up on the schematic on the wall, and we get Ripley's hand um, pointing very deliberately down this long line on there, telling us in the voiceover that this is a tunnel that connects the two structures together. (laughs) And I love it. She did that. I was so confused. Well, you know what's funny though? I I get you. I it's really really like heavy, like. Meaning heavy-handed, literally. Her hand is like here is the line. It almost feels like picture pages on a, on a what it was an electric company where it's like, and you're like, yeah, okay, I get it. You don't even maybe you even had to say you didn't even really have to say anything. But then I thought about it. I said, you know, it's just a couple of seconds of heavy-handed exposition. It's not really dragging anything. And God, we really do need to understand this later. Like, we right. need to absolutely have it in our heads how this tunnel thing works, the dangers of it, as they establish in this minute that the aliens uh, are making their way through these tunnels to get around. So that makes it ultra dangerous to get into that tunnel. We see what it's connecting to so that later when we get Bishop in the most horrifying scene of the whole movie welded into that tiny pipe and crawling down it, we don't have to think about what's going on. We're not confused in the least we know exactly what's happening. So it's nice when the, these little seeds are planted. Sometimes when you're watching it this closely with this close of scrutiny, you're like, uh, yeah, we get it. This is a little heavy handed, but when you really right. think about like watching it for the first time, you're thankful that you got that information so deliberately. Yeah. In the first I place. honestly never thought of it as heavy handed. Yeah. I see it as she's being very de- deliberate about what she's talking about, because if she isn't, someone could get mistaken and then lives could be lost. And it's like, I, I personally hate being talked down to. It's probably the only time I can't keep my temper is if I think someone's being condescending, even in movies, if someone's being condescending to someone else, I start getting annoyed by it, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels like she is like, listen, this is what this is. This is how they're getting here. And even, uh, I mean, I, and I don't understand blueprints, personally i've seen them but not for engineering schematics and things like that so it's it never bothered me really i, bet yeah, you, I wouldn't I say bet it. you'd be i bet you'd be an expert blue blueprint handler crystal 
You're Thank such you. a good cartographer and map reader and naval point plotter. He's not kidding. I'm actually good at that. <laughs> naval. Wait, what is naval point plotting? Well, it's what's uh, the what's the word navigating? Navigating. Uh, navigating. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I see. Oh it's, gosh. Uh, navigating is short for naval point plotter. I oh, got right. it. <laughs> Jeez, oh, that's great. I oh, like that. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but both of yeah. my, my dad and my stepdad were both fishermen, so we spent a lot of time looking at maps of the sea and navigating, which is not the same as a building. But yeah, I'm sure well, I could figure it out. I know what a door looks like on a blueprint. That's about it. Yeah, I think you know if you if you ever had any experience with it, you know if you're good at cartography in general, I'm sure it's very similar. I'm sure there's a similar um, technique to laying out a map of a complicated building and all that's ductwork and stuff. Yeah, so once you get the little icon, the iconography down, I think that you'd probably right. be pretty okay. But uh, you got to assume your audience member, your everyday audience member, isn't. So right. you have. You have your main character very deliberately point at a tunnel and say, "Yeah, this is oh, well, the tunnel that leads down." And it's—I I, it never bothered me either. It, it's just watching this minute by minute, you know, doing this minute by minute thing that I'm like, "Man, that's yeah. really—it's in a close-up. It's you know, they're just wanting to make sure you know damn well what's going to happen with that tunnel later and why they're doing what they're doing." And I don't—I mean, this is a huge jump forward in the minute, but even when she's pointing at the blueprint later in the minute. And she's pointing at different things like here, here, and here. I watched that minute or that three seconds so hard to see what the differences are <laughs> and what she's pointing at. And I still can't tell. Well, don't worry about it because here's what it, James Cameron said on the commentary. I happened to watch the commentary for this scene. And he was really annoyed by that shot. And he said, this was a second unit shot. I was off in the, some other room doing something else. Second unit guys were shooting her, pointing at these different points. He goes, and she's pointing at the same fucking point over and over again. Yeah. It's like it, it drives me crazy, but I couldn't get another shot to put in there. So we just put it in there. But she's basically just going here, here, and here. And it's all in a like three centimeter cluster. Yeah, okay, <laughs> good. Well, as long as James Cameron knows that he really messed up here, <laughs> he needs to watch well, his dudes. Well, of course, he threw his second unit, uh, unit under the bus on that one, totally. But yeah, I'm with you. That that part is kind of funny. That you, <laughs> there's nothing to see there. Yeah, and there's also no room for medical. Like there's there's a space for office. There's a space for tunnel. Like they're all labeled, but medical is not there, and that's where they are. Like ops is there, stairway, SEC, whatever that means, airlock, but security maybe SEC maybe yeah. But oh, yeah. where they are is the med lab, and they're, it's not on the map. But the stairway is. Not in the shot. Not that they, in the yeah. shot they're, they've but that's they've what she's in talking on. about. Is, right. Yeah, we should point out, too, that the minute begins, uh, or at least the, the scene begins, with that beginning to chapter 10 of the novelization, right? We got uh, Hudson, now with something to do, is, is good at it. Yeah. Like when they're first pulling that schematic up on the on the table, he seems very competent in finding exactly what they need and telling everybody else seems to need his direction to really find that spot on the map, you know, so to speak. So here we got a nice calm Hudson back to being competent again. And man, if, if Hudson, maybe if Hudson just had a nice 
you know, um, solid dose of, of Valium every day prescribed <laughs> to him, he might be like a super Marine. Because oh, once yeah. he's calmed down, he is really good. He does his job really well. What's the opposite of a stim pack? Trank uh, uh, trank pack. Trank pack. pack. Let's get this guy a trank pack. Let's get him to the trank pack. <laughs> man, they could have used him. Yeah. Or who knows, man? Hudson, he might have gone full surfer. You know, <laughs> like, oh, uh, hey guys, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the trank. You gotta yeah. be careful with the dosage. <laughs> like, You'd have to be careful. With... Game over. Hey guys. Oh, game, game over. Game over, bro. <laughs> Uh, so we we do have Newt Newt trying to get in on the action here, uh, scurrying yeah. around the table trying to see what's what. It's hopping about trying to see what's going on. And if anyone knows anything about the pipes and how to get around, they should be it's, asking a little Newt, girl. Yeah. Put her in charge, man. Put her in yeah. charge. <laughs> they should have put her in charge. Yeah. Now that you pointed out, why isn't she? Or they say, "Hey, Newt, where is this? Oh, that's where Daddy that Daddy's office was right there. I used to scurry between his office and our uh, our apartment all the time. And, and these ducts here, you know, maybe she could have given them some advice. Maybe that's why she's trying to look so closely because she's like, well, maybe I could help, but nobody asks her. Uh, Hicks does nicely though, prop her up on the table so she can see because yeah. he's a good guy. Hicks is a good guy. He is. Oh, what a sweetheart, and he's handsome." He's devilishly handsome, that's for sure. I, so I know she's a child actor, but come on, give me a real yawn. <laughs> maybe she was just like trying to tell him she's bored. Like, yeah. uh, maybe if you asked me something, I could get into this, but uh, yeah, I'm standing here, I guess. Oh, fine. Oh, yeah. yep. Oh, so sleepy. Oh. So maybe it was a good fake yawn she's giving. Oh, that's right. Maybe that's yeah. right. She's acting like she's giving a fake yawn. Well, yeah. Right, We're always trying. Right before okay. we see Burke in the background, like wide-eyed and looking around nervously. Like I think he knows he he already knows there's bad things brewing in his mind. I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I agree. My note is Burke is such a shifty motherfucker. Is he already devising plans for treachery? Because uh, yeah. that uh, the, those eyes move around like crazy, and it's like is he thinking? Hmm, if it comes down to it, I can trap somebody in this place with a face hugger. And, you know, he's talk they're talking about sealing off doors. They're talking about all this stuff. And he's got to be like, force comes to worse. I'm going to want to get out of this unscathed. And I might have to uh, trap some of these people as opposed to aliens. But, yeah, Does I think like a, a massive financial incentive to do this. Apparently later he talks a lot more about it. That's for sure. Talks about percent. You know, of course, he's. He fucks them over for a percentage. We, we know that line from later. But, you know, he talks about financial stake and this and that. And some of the choices he made were based on not making sure that nobody else got in on it. You yeah. know, all this kind of crap. And, yeah, he definitely does. He's, uh, he's kind of the boss of the place, apparently. He has some sort of corporate, corporate oversight over Hadley's Hope. Because mm. he's able to give them orders, as we find out later or as well. Like, so. uh, he might be more like Littlefinger. From Game of Thrones, if anyone listens to or watches Game of Thrones, where uh, he may not necessarily be higher up, but he knows how to play the higher ups to be able to get what he wants and thus take their spots. So he's not number one or even number 10, but he knows how to play them to get what he wants and what he wants is money and power. And this would bring him that. Yeah. Uh, he's a weasel. I, he's I, think, a weasel. We, I think we decided he was defined as a weasel. 
Yeah. Uh, that, that sounds weaselly to me, what you're talking yeah. about. It's like he just walked off the set of an 80s sitcom and onto this movie. I think he did. It's, well, he walked onto the set of an 80s sitcom immediately after this. Uh, it was called My Two Dads. That's right. Uh, with Greg Evigan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he was on his way. He was preparing. He was. This was his audition for 80s sitcoms. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe that, he was like, man, if I really kind of play up the role a little bit heavy here, uh, I'll get my own show. Which, man, boy, he had quite a career on television. Let's just give it up to Paul Reiser for that. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have anything else for this minute. Do you guys? No, nope. I, I'm, I'm good. All right. Well, you want to uh, let the people know again where they can find you online? Uh, yeah, I'll take it this time, Crystal. We, me and Crystal host a really fun Movies by Minutes podcast called The Fifth Element. It's a podcast about the fifth element where we more or less steal uh, Alex uh, and Pete's format for Movies by Minutes from Star Wars Minute and apply it to The Fifth Element just like this odd, awesome podcast does with Aliens and Alien. Uh, you can find it on iTunes if you search for The Fifth Element, or you can go to www.thefifthelement.com. We're also on another podcast called Unlimited Lives Radio. It's a podcast about video games. You can also find that on iTunes as well. I love that he gets his uh, announcer voice on because we say it so much <laughs> with The Fifth Element. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. And uh, you can find John on Twitter at John Robert Wilso. Give me a follow at Ocha. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Crystal Beth. And you can find us at AlienMinute.com on Instagram at AlienMinutePodcast on Twitter at AlienMinutePod. You can also come over uh, to our website, AlienMinute.com, and there's a little uh, purple pig up in the left-hand corner on the top there. You can drop a couple bucks in our digital jar there. That would be greatly appreciated. Also, I don't do this enough. Uh, Why don't you come over to iTunes and give us a five-star review? That would be really great. those really go a long ways towards giving us uh, some exposure. So if you, even if you don't listen to us on iTunes, come on over and do it anyway. It would be really uh, uh, highly appreciated. All right. Well, that's going to do it for minute number 77. We'll see you tomorrow for minute 78.